Alrighty, everyone. Are you ready for another exciting episode of Rodkins? It's golden time! Yeah! I hate you. I hate you I so want much. To leave. I oh. want to leave. Well, Thanks for the show, everyone. We're done. Yeah. We're done, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. We're leaving. There's all those patrons. Thanks, patrons, for coming over and watching the show. Oh, man. Thank, thank, thanks, Froggy, for ruining it all. Oh, thank you. Look at that amazing fan art. You can do it. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast. It's been a good time. We yeah. appreciate you. But I'm ready for Rod Goose. Are you ready? Are you prepared for this episode, Beetle? I'm ready for Gouda, yeah. This is why you're the source of the rot. No, I'm not! Okay, I was thinking about this the other night. I was taking a little pee. I was sitting on my toilet. You know how you have your best thoughts when you're in the shower or you're peeing? So I was peeing, and I was like, mm. what if the source of the rot is Zorin? Think about it. The rot is there even when I'm not there. Oh, that's a, that's a really good try to try to deflect your failures. Um, that, that's what? a good work here. <laughs> what? Is it, is Trying to see like, like how can I that... turn this on Zor? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like not the turning. Beetle lost both of uh both of those horses. Remember that failure? It's like that one time. It's like that one time when Beetle found a cursed amulet and nobody else uh, found what? it. But it was hey, on the Beetle, and he you cursed did that party. too. Wait just a minute. Like that, just like that one time where Beetle decided to uh, to eat people. You know, what? <laughs> yeah, like frogs. What? Remember that time you got a Gray's kid dead? <gasps> that wasn't me. You're saying things that happened that frog. I didn't have anything to do with. Chad, you, know, you know the reason why your toast falls down, butter side or jam side down, Speedle? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know why? You know how like you lose a sock in the dryer? It was it's Beetle. You know, what you know, you know who tangles up your headphones when you're not looking in your pocket? That's Beetle. You know, you know how you gotta, you know how you gotta pay taxes on everything. That's Beetle. No, don't go yep. there. Don't even. I'm walking off. I'm walking out. I'm having a walk out. Oh, oh, I'm leaving. Well. All right, we're looking for auditions for a new member. We need a new Cobalt little, another resident little guy. Chat, what do you have? Yeah. Hey, I'm Kelsey. a resident little guy. Oh my god! No way! <laughs> <laughs> Just on the spot. You're available in here. <laughs> yeah. Not like, the, not like the other campaigns. <laughs> I'm available. I'm here right now. Yeah, you don't just oh have to God. walk in. Just had to walk in, look Zorn in the eye, shake his hand sternly, and ask for an application. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, many- uh, it's actually, uh, <laughs> oh my God, what's the, the restriction? Actually- it's actually instead of a, uh, uh, oh my God, the <laughs> fuck. I can't believe had a fucking stroke on in my mind. Do you know who removed that word from your brain? Application. Beetle. Beetle. No! Application. It's a. It's a. Uh, oh my. Say the word. <laughs> say the fucking word. Why am I having brain what damage? What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh my god. I'm he's having, I, he's having I the day damage called the modulates. It's the okay. Word. You can the, just say it. 
<laughs> early onset dementia. Wrong that's Beetle. <laughs> no! No! Don't do this to me! No! Zorin, Zorin having a stroke live on stream? That's Beetle. Ever since no. my fever, I will call there ever so often, I'll go, uh, hey, I'm gonna. I can't say the word. Like, like it's been happening, and it's really pissing me off. But no. regardless of things that don't piss me off, hi, everybody. It's nice to see everyone here. Is another exciting episode of Rotkoons. And, uh, of course, we have the amazing players who bring you this awesome and hilarious and highly entertaining adventure, starting off with our ever-lovely Minerva. That's me! Hello, everybody. My name is Minerva, a.k.a. Party Demoness. I'm a variety streamer and VTuber on Twitch.tv, and you can find me everywhere under that. And I uh, play Grey Crocus, the Null Ranger. Nice, yeah. nice. Next up, we have our ever ethereal master. I will of not capitalism. say that. Yeah, master <laughs> capitalism. Thank you. I was, was going to go a terrible angle and had to stop myself. Keep going. What are you going to say? I do not want to say it on stream. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. But yeah, no, I'm Cabal. I'm a uh, variety and horror streamer, also an artist and a voice actor here on the terrifying, petrifying purple platform of Twitch.tv. And I play Talim, the ghost magus and local resident of, uh, wait, local, hold on. God damn it, Zorin, now you did it to me! It's 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 The brain rot continues. You're a magus, you're level four. Yeah, I'm level four. You're a ghost, you float. I do. (laughs) Congratulations. I also like money. (laughs) You sure do, buddy. (laughs) I like it when it jingles. That's true. My, my little bag of coins. You're and starting a, to believe. And next up, we have a mountainous thing of beauty, Salty Jump. What? You're skipping Beetle? You is heard that me. It? Okay, cool. Hello, my name is Salty Jub. Uh, I play the big boy on screen and in your ears. Uh, his name is Hard. He's a monk, I guess. And he, um, he, he flicks people on the forehead and their brain concaves. Uh, I do I do funny art, and uh, if you are watching instead of just listening, you might see some of the funny art that I made. A lot of the funny he who art, and I am your resident game master and host for this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> <in the pair. laughs> hey, 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 quiet down, new guy. Yeah, yeah, shut up, new guy. You haven't got an intro yet. We're waiting for you to figure it out. <laughs> you at home froggy has toggled on the dead animation on her model <laughs> oh yeah dear listeners i'm dead i'm dying actually <laughs> thank but fucking god all, finally this group would not be complete without our resonant little guy beetle oh thanks sorry uh oh, oh hello i'm i'm froggy lock i play beetle the investigator kobold of, of level four just like all my other big guys and i'm here to tell you right now you can't cure the rot by killing me you can cure the rot by killing zorin think about it think about it really think about it zorin is there where is zorin whenever there's rot it's zorin zorin is there every time every single day every campaign Campaign there's, where there's rat Zor who's there? Zorin. Froggy, Froggy, that's just ridiculous. Nah, that's that's crazy talk. That wouldn't exist in any way, shape, or that form. That sounds in like fact, you've got rot brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, so what do you think I got by the from? rot would say. Look, 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 yeah. Zorin! I 
you can't see it because my arms are stuck to my body. They're gorilla glued to my body, but I'm pointing at Zorin. <laughs> <laughs> Just point with your nose. <laughs> how do I how do I flip myself? Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Oh no, you can can you see my spent my menus? Oh no, you can't. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Hold play, on. Okay, we have to do mirror toggle. There you go. Oh, oh thanks. I'm waiting. No oh, one on thanks. podcast will oh, know what you're second, doing. You're, you'll fuck up everything on the overlay, but whatever. Waiting for the, we'll, waiting we'll, for the bit. Waiting for yeah. the bit. I'm, I'm, this I'm, I'm, funny, boys. Uh, I'm, I'm flipping. I'm flipping. Go. Okay, I'm flipping. there you go. I did it. You flipped. Okay. I did it. Yep. And, and, and I'm here. To, I'm here to say, where, where were you when the rot was rotting? And, and Zorin, Zorin was there when you were there. You were at the campaign. You were at Rock Grind. You were at Rock but you used rot grunes. You saw Zorn was there. I'm pointing right at him. Zorn's the cause of the rot. It's not me. And that's why Zorn skipped me in the lineup. Zorn's trying to suppress me, suppressing me. This is ableist. This is, this is. She, okay. Uh, all right. What other words were you just about to say? And uh, had to put the brakes uh, on. This is, this is, uh, no, I'm trying to think of other buzzwords. This is, uh, this is, this is. This is up. Uh, uh, Just get a sign that says "Stop the rot," and then I get topical. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> Hold on, I'm opening Photoshop right now. <laughs> this is horrible radio. Horrible podcast. <laughs> yeah, does everyone listening on podcasts like in their car or like walking to work or they're washing dishes or something? It's like, he's like, man, I wish I could fucking see at some point. These fuckers don't care about his podcast, people. Like every fucking time we try to do anything, it's like it's all visual. You know, it's not like they stream on Twitch first at twitch.tv for slash narrative declaration where they can, you know, come see us live. But no, this son of a bitch, you know, won't even describe what the fuck's going on. Oh, I got her contents clues of froggy screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, context clues of froggy screaming could be anything. I can't believe that Zorin is shaming our audio listeners right now while also spreading the rot. I can. <laughs> you know where they can go to not be ashamed? Hey, Zorin, what's the Twitch channel? At twitch.tv forward slash narrative declaration. You could just quit your job and just watch us full time. <laughs> You know, hey, like Snoram, an egotistical what, what, fuck, I'm saying it like. Hey, Snoram, what if they aren't subscribed to the Twitch? What, oh, where can man, they otherwise they can, find a funny episode? I can conveniently watch the rest of the Procure's Adventures at youtube.com forward slash narrative declaration or at narrative declaration. I don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. But they can do that and watch us beat the shit out of Froggy and have Gray point a crossbow at her head. What? No, don't bring Gray into this. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm Gray, you want to shoot beat on the face, don't you? Come I'll on. Think you about saw it. that I'll movie. I'll think about it. What? Ray, <laughs> you were on my side. I'm not. A, I'm. I don't want any part of this. Let's be real. I'm just okay. here to watch the show. I'm almost on the side. Speaking we're of, we're tickets for uh, and taking bets on who wins. I kind of want to wait to see the sign. I'm almost done. <laughs> that is even worse podcasting to wait for a visual bit. Yeah, yeah it's like I, wait for your visual guy. Oh, wait, everyone be silent as we quietly as we wait. So all the podcast listeners are like, "Is my shit broke?" All right, three, <laughs> two, one. Everyone's just. That's so fucked up. I mean, what was wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with people who like to listen to podcasts. There's nothing wrong with you. I am also a podcast enjoyer. 
Meta specific. Okay, I am sorry to all <laughs> 100 really? people. This is my side. Watermarks? With this the, the marks eye, eye stock water. Okay, for those of you who are just listening, which is hilariously part of this entire conversation, Froggy has made a sign that says Zorn Bad did the rot. It is a low resolution plank of wood with uh, eye stock watermarks all over it. <laughs> It looks, like, it looks like she wrote it with her hand too, like with has, a mouse. It even has artifacts that are just like there. It's not the the entire image isn't fully transparent. Hey, listen. On top of of here to pro I'm here to promote you as a listener. I'm here to defend your rights to use your ear holes and listen to audio. And I'm also here to promote not stealing art, uh, not thieving art like AI. I'm not an AI. Zorin might be because Zorin is spreading the rot and you know what has the technology to spread the rot. It's AI, it's computers. Computers have the technology to spread the rot. I I left the eye stock watermarks on this side because I'm not a thief. I credit my artists. Way to be ableist against people who can't read the froggy. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. I would like to note there's a comment in chat that says this is actually a mess, and I mean that affectionately. They must be <laughs> brand new because this is this is every time, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna I hold a, this side I the entire campaign. I have an image I kind of wanna I wanna bring up. Now that we're past the YouTube time, I could I could talk about this more. So I'm gonna <laughs> the, the players can see my view on it. Another not compatible with podcast bit, but <laughs> I found it really funny. So in, in Twitch, there's there's usually an autobot thing. Normally, when people type in a message, it'll like it'll it'll stop it, and then a moderator can then uh, permit the the term to go through because like oh the, the autobot caught it wrong, and so it, it should be fine. But I want to read this out loud. Um, the person says this is gonna fuck me up when I listen to this later and take notes. And I see Maticus added "gonna fuck me" as a permitted term on Autobot. It's from Mark Mute for a reason. Sex words, level one. When do I get that spell? Zorin, when do we unlock see. sex words? <laughs> Another one, gonna fuck me as a permitted term on Autobot has been accepted. <laughs> Alright, Cam, it's your turn. You're the mages. You got magic. What do you do? I cast power word sex. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright, let's actually play the game at this point. Good bits. Right, good bits. Right, good right, bits, Trevors. Alright, right, wrap good it up, wrap it up. Okay, uh, okay, we, we okay. gotta be all... No, it's all Grimdark. It's all Grimdark now. It's <laughs> Grimdark now. Out. We're in character now. No, we gotta do the boring part of the show now. Alright. Okay. <gasps> Welcome, everyone. This is my Back to part. another excited... For fuck's sakes, Madagascar has come as a permitted term on Automod. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> <laughs> what level is that? What level of sex word is that? Is that level it's, one sex word or is that level two sex word? Power word goon. Power word gooning. <laughs> I'm screenshotting that one too. There we go. Level 69 sex word. Where, 
Everyone's chat. Fuckers, stop. Stop what typing we? shit in chat. <laughs> Sorry, yes. when are we going to get the uh, the spellbook of sex words supplement? <laughs> it's the... It's the pages of many positions. <laughs> Wrap it up. All right, it's good to go. Have a good one, everybody. I'll see you yeah, later. Make sure All when right. you cast your sex words to wrap it up. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> this is the show, by the way. We don't. I don't actually play a Pathfinder Second Edition. We actually just. <laughs> Talk like this the entire time. We just goof the fuck oh. off, and sometimes we're like, "Okay, we have to show that they're actually playing a game." Everyone, roll a dice. My legs hurt. No, hold on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let let me let me do this. Let me do the let me roll the most powerful of all the dice. Me the too. D4. There's gonna be meetings at Pies on Monday. One. I'm not even part of the company anymore. Ha! They can't tell me to do shit. I got right. a natural. Nice. By, by the way, chat, this is why you should be here live on stream so you can witness this kind of stuff. This might get edited out. Who the heck knows? I can't believe you guys are podcast haters. What could what could happen in a Paisa meeting is that they could just bring Clerkson in and set him down. It's like your affiliation with the uh, streamer Zoran, <laughs> our previous employee, um, is hurting the company and you can no longer uh, be affiliated get, with that individual. That is when Froggy steps in and goes, actually, it is improving the images of the, of the company. <laughs> Hear me out. I made okay. a spreadsheet. Okay, let's, let's seriously play the game. So welcome back, everyone, right. to, to Rock Goons. I will ask who remembers what happened last session. And there's some hero points for people who do. Uh, I've already done it. So I did it last time. <laughs> this, uh, I'm going to do a full disclaimer. This is a team effort. Because Salty came into my DMs and was like, hey, man, what if you did a funny hee-hoo where oh. you did voice acting of the last, uh, the last thing as a summary? And I was like, well, I could do that. Can you like help me figure out how I would format that, how to write that down? This Too is a team it. effort. Yeah, too bad that last episode was just exposition and role playing. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Ooh, <laughs> <All right. sighs> I have to get out my giggles because like that was just ridiculous. <laughs> Your hee-hoos. My hee-hoos. When, when whenever we get like going being goofy, it just it sticks and it won't go away. It's hard to that's, stop. That's that's a okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least we're After not talking about milfs. Shut the fuck up. God damn it, <laughs> She got ready. She got prepared for her line. She was in. ready. You ruined it. Okay, editor, yeah. cut, cut. This is the moment where the actual episode starts. Right? Yeah, you can start cool. right now. Cut everything before this point. <laughs> After traveling out into the riot-swept streets of Outset, the team finds themselves successful at retrieving Hulk's cart of goods. But it was halted by Hart. And only way Hart knows how. By overwhelming force. The cart crashed and was abandoned by the horses, leaving the goons to pick up the wreckage for themselves. Files were broken, be it before or after the crash. But Hollock's beloved flower was at least kept intact. By the masterful guidance of Beatles' improvisational, improvisational, I can't read, repair, <laughs> Talim's ghostly help and Grace's quick wit, 
not her reading skills, uh, three of the four rock goons fixed up the crash cart. Art, who felt responsible for the crash, went off to find something to recover. A corpse of the two crooks that had stolen the cart. If Beetle had gotten his little hands on one of the corpses, he could probably figure out why the robbers were there and who hired them. While the big boy found one body, he was shunned away by a mob of looting locals led by an angry old woman who kind of looked like a gremlin. Returning to the cart, Hart was comforted by his kind friends and promised to take care of it if anyone would be in their way. Unfortunately, she didn't get to do that. Uh, After some remarks of possible looting from Talim, the raccoon set off in the repaired wagon. Talim and Gray were on lookout duty. Beetle patched up the group and Hart pulled the entire thing along. On their way back home, taking a short break, Hart presents the team with a small carved shard of his clay skin and asks for everyone to put a little bit of themselves into it so they can all be with him. Supposedly, Hart's father had told him that his people can give things meaning, and this was Hart's intent to do so. While both Gray and Beetle agreed to do it without much press, Salim identified it as a magical item and might have questioned it, but yet he did partake in the ritual. Having jogged after the team for the last hour, Baron the Delver and his canine companion Nugget meets up with the team. Beetle, inquisitively, asked Hart which part of the world he came from. In turn, the team learned that both Talim and Hart come from places come from southern desert island of Kanshir, a place filled with magic and oddities, and a lot of sand. <laughs> Beetle tells the story in turn about how his mother and many sisters started working in the great outset libraries after his father had passed on. Baron and Nugget started bawling, and Beetle praised everyone for letting him have his opportunity to earn money to help his family. It was very cute. Cute discussions continue, including some funny jokes from Gray and Talim. I don't remember that bit. <laughs> Going back on the road, the raccoons run into the same mob that bullied Hart. After the first notice that things were less than civil, both Gray and Talim were both quick on the trigger to attack the locals, as Hart just kept pulling the cart, trying not to, you know, cry. We getting away from the mob. Anyway, getting away from the mob. Beetle casually mentions that the reason why he looks different from other kobolds is because he fell into the Taffy Puller. And Baron tells the horrific story of the serial killer that goes by the same name. A creature that stretches the skin off of your living body, wears it as clothes, and fries it in your own fat. After this horrible tale, Baron also tells the raccoons about his profession, delving. The group, especially Talim, who seemed to have some knowledge of the subject, seemed to have uh, piqued interest in the promise of treasure by delving into the ruins beneath the city. Last but not least, the dwarven man told the raccoons some details on the people they had already met, including how a certain crocodile man runs a lot of operations, and how the mamas might turn people into frogs and serve them as food. <clears throat> finally, coming, <laughs> finally, coming back at the fishery, Beetle and Hart are forced to confront Holic about the state of the cart, and the loss of his beloved horses, whom he raised all by himself. Talim and Gray spoke with Lorne Barnes, a wizard of whom may aid them in their work. Goals were spoken of, like going to help Brug, finding the lost blacksmith, and to bring the red-colored talisman to the Elmas or to Barnes to figure out just exactly what it is. The final moment is from Beetle's perspective. A red gem is placed over Hart's face, a horrifying echo of his sisters and his mother being clowns, asking him, is it funny? Is it funny? Is it funny? 
Over and over again, the horrifying illusion drives Beetle to run away back into the fishery. Everyone is worried about him. Talisman, its red gem, is stuck to Beetle's hand. Trying to bite and tug at it, tear it away, and nothing works. It disappears and reappears on Beetle's person over and over again until it is rendered into a stressful little kobold-shaped puddle in the kitchen. And that is where we left off. That was so good! Absolutely banger. Now I everyone has gotten hero points from it. I stumbled a little bit, <laughs> but... No, it was so good! You remembered things that I didn't even remember, and I write down a little blurb because I want to jump on those hero points. There's, so I had my own blurb so, prepared. There's so a reason why I said it was a team effort because yeah. uh, because uh, Salty helped me put it all down. Yeah, so I said sneak. Who all contributed? I didn't help at all. Don't give me no. It hero was points. just me. I didn't help. I didn't help. Okay, so Gray, you're now at full hero points, up to three, because I want to give you one. And Salty, I'm going to give you one. Wait, I take it back. I helped a lot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. I'm just kidding. Well, that's true, but a thing that we're going to start off with is... Beetle, you're currently in the kitchen. As I... Mm -hmm. let, me, let me switch the scene over so you can... Everyone can see all the... Lovely bits going on. Beetle, you're currently in the kitchen. <laughs> Things are freaked out, and you currently are seeing some of your siblings kind of in your mind, but currently the kitchen is fine. Currently, they've all, all the visions from last episode, everything just succeeded. And you don't see the red glowing talisman anymore. This is a kitchen. Yes. Can I find a big meat cleaver? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love to find a big ol' meat cleaver, and I would love to give myself a once-over, like a bodily once-over, you know, like I bite my leg and lift it so I can look at my own yeah, ass and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and, you know, move in a little bit where you would like to find one. I, want to try I see a little here. knife by the cinema rolls. So I'll, I'll assume there's like a cleaver in this area. That feels like the cleaver spot. <laughs> yeah. So as you kind of are, are walking up there, start to notice something a little bit more weird. Same weird things begin to happen. No. As you're kind of going in for the cleaver, you see it's gone and you see that there's another clawed scaling hand. Kind of grabs Wait, onto what? the handle. And it gets to lift up, and as you look up, Beetle, you see that it's your mom. What? You say it's your mom going, it's like, uh, pass me some of the uh, sandwich sticks there, come on. And you hear just <laughs> chopping away. Oh, just chopping oh, away. It's like, oh, I'm making you one of your favorite soups. You know, human oh. fingers with scallops. No, <laughs> 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 I don't eat people. I've never eaten people, especially those frogs that were people. Wait, you're not my mom. You're not real. It's, I, I mean, I remember all of your birthdays. I remember how disappointed you were that I ever attended them. <laughs> and then just shoves more, uh, some, some of the cuttings into like a bowl in, in near the stove over there. You see that she's walking around and she, and you see she'll, um, 
They'll kind of like bend down to you and like, but well, you do need to find him, don't you, sweetheart? What, what are you talking about? You need to find him, sweetheart. Who are you? You need to find him. You need to find him, sweetheart. Or else it won't be whole. You need to find him, sweetheart. That's what you have to do. Just find him. Stop talking to me through my mom. I don't know what you are or who you are. Give me that cleaver. Give me it. He's give like, me. I'll, as soon I'll as try you grab the cleaver. <laughs> make me, uh, make me a thievery check. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Beale's like, you're not tricking me. You're, you're not my mom. You're so weird. <laughs> I got a 19 for my thievery check. No, it's, that's an excellent role as you, you see that your mom will continue to come up to you, lifting up the cleaver, going, you have to find them, Beetle. You have to. You have to find the blacksmith and make it whole. Just make it whole, Beetle. You see the cleaver come to, as she comes to, comes out to bring you down, she misses you, goosh, right down Ooh. the side of the cupboard. But you're able to quickly, like, knock her hand away and grab it back. But as soon as you turn around, you see that she's not there anymore. And you're alone once more. Beetle stands trembling in the kitchen. He's got the knife pointed in the empty space that was once occupied by this devil version of his mother. And he's just terrified. Beetle's going to back up so his, his back is to the counter and he's going to kind of sidle along it towards the, the kitchen's exit. Mm -hmm. And... If he's able, I, I'm just going to open the door and, and run out of the kitchen with the cleaver still. <laughs> awesome. Okay, New so as, as you're bursting through, feel free to kind of like in, in a minute here, just kind of interrupt everyone. But for everyone else, you guys are still sitting there with Mr. Lorne Barnes, uh, the old wise and wizard that you guys have been talking to. Uh, I think you guys wanted to get some clarification on some things before you accepted his uh, his task for you all to basically go check mm. out some ruins. Correct. We were uh, <clears throat> previously we've been asking him uh, exactly what he was looking for and after uh, he gave us a description of it and you know kind of what the job entailed it was the thing was we had to go talk to the Elmas uh, to see if we had time to do this before the festival happened and we had to, you know, like work security, but also the, uh, the food cart to each get our hundred gold. Yes. Awesome. That was, that's what we were going to do. We are going to show, ask the Elmas, uh, the time frame. Well, then you'll see, uh, Laurel kind of lean back a bit, taking his like kind of tank of drink. It's like, well, now be here. And he'll take a sip and let you guys do your thing. And at this point you see Beetle burst forth. And he comes sprinting <laughs> across the floor. And he, he's, he's screaming. He's going, Eah! it's like a race car going by as he comes running up to the table. And Phew. he's still got the cleaver. And he stops like SpongeGar. Like, if you see that meme where he's spread, he's just, <laughs> the feet are apart, the arms are apart. He's like, guys! Kaleem kind of like drifts away next to Barnes, seeing like Beetle has the cleaver. He's like, uh, <laughs> buddy, oh, no. He's I was worried. Stopped. Guys, where, where's the rock? You know, the red rock? 
Oh yeah, we were supposed to show it. Yeah, right? you have it. Uh, look in my, my back. Look in my pack. So do I have it? Everyone who's looking for it, roll a perception check. Yeah, dude. And while people are looking, Beetle just starts rattling off. He's like, I, I, I think it was talking to me and it knew things about me that it, that it should know. Like that I ate the frog or, well, actually it could have known that because I think I ate the frog when we had it. But then also it, it knew that my mom could never make it to my birthday parties because she was always working. Ah! He's just going off. Is a lot to unpack. I, I don't have it, but it's fine. Hart picks up Beetle and puts him on his knee. Beetle grabs. Go ahead. Oh, Beetle grabs Hart by. He's not wearing a shirt, so he grabs him by his big necklace. <laughs> like, like how you'd grab somebody by their collar. And he tries to shake Hart, but he just ends up shaking himself because Hart doesn't move. And Beetle's <laughs> like, it was talking to me. It, it chased me into the kitchen, and it looked like my mom. And it was, and it was just talking to me, and it knows things about me. And I, we have to cut it off. If it's on any of you, we have to cut it off. We have to cut it off. And he's pointing the cleaver at it everybody whoa, else. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can Gray. cut it off, buddy, but it ain't on me. Gray, you notice that the talisman, as you're, like, looking for it and stuff, you kind of, like, move your robe a bit, and you see it kind of, like, at the, uh, on your forearm, just kind of wrapped around, like a kind of, kind of like a bracer, in a way. She, uh, she lifts up her arm. She's like, oh, when did that get there? Beetle hops up onto the table and he's like holding the cleaver back like he's gonna swing it. He's like, we have to get it off, I'll get it off you! Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Gray immediately like backs away. <laughs> there's there's no need for that. She, like, you don't like, understand. She she takes her like her hand, she like tries to like unwrap it from her forearm. I'm helping you, I'm helping you, hold still! <laughs> Beetle. Lord. Calm. <laughs> Lauren leads over to you to leave and go, you adventure with these people? <laughs> <laughs> Talim like leans over and is just like, well, uh, it's a bit easier when you don't have to deal with, you know, being alive. <laughs> ah, even in death, you still suffer. I get it. <sighs> Calm you down, see- Bill. Yeah, you see Lauren enjoying the show. <laughs> Beetle's kind of doing like this awkward crab dance on the table where he's he's swinging the cleaver, but not committing to yeah. swinging the cleaver because he doesn't want to swing at Gray. But he's like, he's like. <laughs> Hart puts his entire hand and just body blocks Beetle with one hand. Is Gray able to uh, unwrap it from her arm? Uh, you do so and you see and you see it's kind of like 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 uh instead of being all weird and stuff you, you're able to unclasp it just fine and um you're able to just hold it inside your uh hold it in your hand see right here came right off no need uh, for the knife put it down but, but, it's, but, it's fine but, does does but, like uh, does beetles like grip loosen on the cleaver oh yeah sure okay yeah, yeah, yeah. talim just kind of like raises a hand and he'll like gently mage hand the cleaver out of Beetle's grasp and like goes and like sets it behind him on that stool which is like I think we can put these away <laughs> I but it wouldn't come off of me when it was on me and I, it's gonna learn things about you you gotta get, don't here don't put it on the table don't 
don't touch it. It don't, it's gonna go inside you. It's gonna know if things are bad. You put it on the table, put it on the table, put it down. Stop touching it. Great kind of just like stares. She slowly, quietly puts it down on the table. <laughs> we need to get the elements to look at <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> I don't want them to see me crying. It's too You'll late for that. Aim. Go get them. And Beetle starts licking the tears off his eyes. Ugh. Like a lizard. <laughs> no, no. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Uh, Hart pours a cup of wine for Beetle and puts it down on, onto the table. Here, for your nerves. And then he stands up and goes over to the uh, to the Elmas. Oh, Beetle sits down and he, he starts trying to calm himself and he's drinking the wine. Um, Hart, are you head over to the Elmas? You see both of them are kind of at the bar. They're kind of like cleaning up any messes and generally just cleaning up tankards and stuff. And you see that Helma will turn over to you holding a frog. You go, oh, yes, damn it. Frogs. Oh, yeah, frogs. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs a bit to himself. I like those. Um. Do do and like one of you mind coming over? Like we have a thing that I think that at least one of you should take a look at. Maybe both if you have time. Uh, don't wanna bother you or anything, but this might be really important. Oh, well, if it's so important, just bring it over here, sweetheart. I mean, we're, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get everything nice, spick and span. You know, the several visitors have been, you know. Bit awfully dirty, isn't it? Right there, but yeah, fuck him. And so there's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so you'll, uh, and so you'll, she'll mention, like, ah, just bring it over, Jerry. Hi. Heart returns. You hear a oh. from a cleaver that she was holding as you're leaving. Yeah. Uh, Heart returns, picks up Beetle, carries him in one hand. We're going over to the bar. They wanted us to go there to them. All right. Mr. Barnes, right. uh, Hart nods and uh, carries nod. away his buddy. Bring the amulet, but don't touch it. it Pick it up with the cleaver. Helene will uh, flourish a little uh, bow at Barnes. It was like, we'll continue our business talks at a later time. And he'll like mage hand the amulet and like drift towards the bar. He'll kind of like take a, a he'll kind of uh, grab his hat tip it over to you and then you'll see he'll just take out a pipe and just go and just start puffing shoving popcorn in the pipe <laughs> just starts popping <laughs> a corn cup pipe of infinite popcorn there you go there's a new magic item let's go Uh, you guys had all head over to the bar road, the uh, where Thelma and Helma are uh, are just cleaning up things or so, and they kind of notice you all kind of attend to it, and uh, you see Thelma will come up to you guys like, all "Right, kids, uh, what is it? What what's what's got you so spooked? And why are you screaming all over the place?" And, and Thelma will point to you, Beetle. It was chasing me, and it looks like my mom, and it talks about my birthday. <laughs> Shalee will like, will like wait, like wave a hand towards me. It was like, anyways, we seem to have come across some sort of artifact. I was not able to identify it myself, but I had hoped that in your experience, you may have the knowledge to cast some light on its mysterious nature. And he'll like, 
float the uh, amulet onto the bar and kind of like let it rest there and uh, just, just fold his hands and lean back. It's like you'll see a Thelmet helmet kind of just kind of going, hmm, kind of at it. They're like scratching their chins and stuff and they're looking around at it. You'll see the helmet goes, oh, well, it's a pretty little thing. And she begins to bring her hand up to it and she goes quickly brings it back and she goes, and uh, you see Thelma because they ah, I mean, what's uh, and you see Helma quickly will grab her arm and she'll just shake no. <laughs> she'll go, no, sweetheart, we must not, we must not touch this. And he goes like, he's like, why is it? Oh, and you see they'll both kind of look at the thing themselves, and Thelma goes, that thing seems to be cursed. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! Like, I'm sorry, sweethearts. It's just we can't help you with this one. And you'll see that Thelma will take her cleaver or take the cleaver in, still with fresh frog blood, but she'll push it back to all of you. And she'll go, We're not quite sure what this thing is, but it does seem to be something that you should be worried about. Um, tell us, what has it been doing? Uh, well, it has been teleporting uh, between is who is holding it. Uh, it spooked Beetle, apparently. <laughs> Case in point. Great time. Motions to Beetle. <laughs> Make it whole. Make it whole. <laughs> He's rocking back and forth. Make it whole. <laughs> yeah. Talim, I don't know why like... I turned into Mickey Mouse there. <laughs> Talim will also go as like, and as far as any of its properties, and he will like reach down and actually like pick it up and hold it and kind of like roll it between his fingers. Like, hmm. They, 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 they're quickly looking at it. They're looking all around and stuff. They, they're very, from your impression, they seem very, very curious about this item. But you also could just tell, even behind Thelma's like sunglasses that she has, you can just tell like they're they're a bit like, oh, this this shit's bad. <laughs> like they're not happy that this thing is in their establishment, and yeah. um, but they 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 probably just go. Unfortunately, Debbie, we don't know what it is, but we can keep an ear out and see if we can find something out in some of our records. Yeah, we kind of need connect knickknacks here and there to kind of help keep the tavern and stuff place or, or stuff safe. But, you know, we might, something might have crossed the books or something at some point. We'll keep an, out, we'll keep an eye and ear out for you. If it, <laughs> if it helps, uh, it has done three things so far uh, that I can collect. Um, it has transported itself between that's the word that Talim told me about uh, it, it's moving from from each one of us and hard points at the four of them it, it appears on any one of us at random points in time and even if we try to get rid of it or if we want it to appear uh, it might not it might it might be somewhere else entirely, but it is shared between the four of us. Uh, that's number one. Number two is that it has. If, if you saw your mom and he points down at Beetle, ah, ah, but it wasn't my mom. It wasn't my mom. My mom yeah, would yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw my father. Oh. Uh oh. Wait. 
Did your dad tell you to make something whole? He told me to seek out the blacksmith. <gasps> my mom told me to do the same thing, but my mom was pointing a knife at me and saying, make it whole. Make him whole. I think we should do the opposite of what this stone is telling us. So if we find the blacksmith, maybe we can, uh, uh, and, and he happens to be in two different parts. Like hypothetically, if we find the blacksmith and his arms and his legs are, are separated from him, instead of making him whole, we should keep him separate. Because if this is like a bad, bad thing, we probably shouldn't be doing what it's telling us to do. But also I feel terrible for the blacksmith, so we should go save him, but not make him whole. To oh, yeah. little, like lean back and it's like, I don't think that is what it means. Obviously, I think that points this to this being something as a piece of something greater. Maybe it's the only way it can communicate. By being terrible? Maybe. Curses are a dark and mysterious thing, Beetle. What? They also suck. Yeah, they're a real bummer. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the third thing is that it was clean, even though it had been in a sewer. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. See, that's wrong. There's something wrong about it. It's not good. It's wrong. It's like, well, we'll do our very best to see if we can find something to get rid of that thing for you. Where'd you find it? The sewer. When we were going to uh, initially talk to Holic, or not to talk to Holic. When we encountered Halleck uh, in the sewers, we were seeking um, bits for the festival cuisine. We found it among a the belongings of a... What was it called? Oh, uh, the big boy. Yeah, Charles. A Charles. <laughs> His name was Charles. Mm. Which was Charles. large. I'm not helping we, you on uh, this one. You gotta remember. We bartered with Charles. And, the trash uh, monster with a very large mouth and three tentacles. The Charles. Don't call him. Don't call him trash, man. No, he's not trash. He's Charles. He literally he had a survives in sewage. He likes. But he's Charles, man. Don't reduce him to trash. He's Charles. He's Charles uh, monster. But we bartered with him. We yeah. um we made some things for him, and he gave us this shiny gem, as well as some of the food that we got for the festival. Um, unspoiled, that is. Uh, and um, supposedly he was not touched by this so far. From what we know. Yeah, he didn't talk about it. He just talked about his lady friend. I wonder if they got married. Oh, I we'd get invited to the wedding, I think. They're probably still, like, you know, courting. <laughs> now you get to put in your head of how uh how audio get a shambling mounds getting it all <laughs> a dance it's, no! like, it, it, now, it's, it, it's a dance so anyways so, talim talim goes to like put it into like one of his the various pouches on his belt to like get it off the counter since it obviously makes the uh it obviously makes the the elmas uncomfortable and he, uh, he kind of leans forward and is like, but yes, that's where we found it. We found it in the sewers, amongst the ruins. Uh, I'm sure many things are found there, but this one seems to be exceptionally bad due to your reaction. Yeah, I... 
I wish you luck on it, but if we can find any anything to help, we'll do our best to try to help you out. But if you Please. find anybody, if you find anybody else who can help you a little bit earlier, I recommend you take the chance. Something that's that potent of a curse, and she points to your pouch, is something you want gone as soon as possible. Well, we appreciate your help all the same. Speaking uh, of help, though, the job that we are currently doing for you, what is the timeline that we have going forward? Uh, we've inquired about maybe some additional work from Mr. Barnes uh, while the festival draws closer. You have, oh, guys, you'll look at one of the flyers uh, that's come out and you'll see that as a huge presentation. It's like welcoming, welcoming Kernanand, or Kernanand, um, the head of the conservants. And you'll see uh, she'll kind of like turn, like she'll kind of like put the piece of paper down onto the bar itself. And you'll see that as an individual who looks sort of like to you, it will be, it'll be kind of like robotic, but it's not true. Um... You look more is less mechanical and a little bit more magical, kind of like organic crystal in its weird way. It has a uh, kind of like a face, like a rounded, like not really like a round face. We're kind of in the in the structure of a face, but not completely, but featureless. And you'll see the drawing and stuff in the illustration is that of him in very fine robes. He's holding a very long staff and there is no face, but just crystal. Um, but the drawing and stuff and sketching tries its best to portray that. And you'll see that he is like head of something of, of, of something of the conservants that it kind of details a bit more in the flyer that the head of the conservants will bring blessings to all who attend the parade in the queen's pilaster all are welcome to revere his reverence as he arrives in outset ally like ally to all and you'll see that it'll be a parade that'll happen in two weeks hey can i see that flyer you know, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Here, they're posted everywhere now, and you'll see she'll scoot it over to you. Beetle snatches it and pulls it up to his eyes, so his snout is at a ninety-degree angle, pointing downwards. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, "Guys, this is it!" And he pull he pulls the paper away, and his snout twangs, and he looks at the party. And he's like, "This guy could get rid of our curse." Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not so sure of that, and he also looks like someone that is uh, for back. L lack of a better term, far above our station. Uh, what is it? He's, it says right here, he's an ally to all. We could just probably walk right up and, and ask him to free us from our curse. Beetle, yeah. that is flowery language specifically for advertising. Oh. I'm very versed in politics, <gasps> are you? You see what? Halma will kind of interject and go like, well, if, if anyone was going to help you out with your curse, it would definitely be him. Yeah, the head of the conservatives I heard was a very powerful. I wouldn't even know if it's mad person. <laughs> he's head of the head of conservatives over at Dern. He's the one who's kind of been coming out of that big airship that just landed itself outside of Outset. So, <gasps> if anyone's going to be able to have the, the Stokes to do it, probably be that guy. Is he in the airship right now? He's like, well, I don't know. I don't know where he's at all the time. What do you think I am? Beetle looks at everybody. We should save the blacksmith, and then we should break into that airship. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, um, no. I am normally no, 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 one no. who does not shy away from criminal activity. Uh, perhaps that is not the best course. No, we wouldn't get caught. 
we would sneak in and then we would find the guy and we'd be like, hey, it's just right here. They're your friends to everybody. And he can't back out because it's right here. It's legalese. It's in writing. It's printed. You see that? He's gotta, he's gotta follow up and he'll, he'll, he'll save us from our curse. I think I that's think a that's way to wind up in the hands of the tyrant's guild. No, he's with the if you are aware of Minum, I heard usually every so often or many, many years when he comes through here, he usually does sort of like a meet and greet with folks. The lines are very long. You'll probably be in queue for days, but normally he tries to give blessings where he can. So, if you want to meet Curtinand, that's probably going to be your best bet. Um, Gosh. can I ask a question? Yes. Uh... This blacksmith guy that we that we were told to find, but also that you told us to find, his house was very big, and mm -hmm. his things were very big. Mm -hmm. Is he compensating, or is he very big? You imagine he's very big. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry, there must have been a fucking bit you were trying, and it just went over my head. No, no, Hart is asking this in character. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were asking out of character. Uh, she goes like... Okay. Oh, yeah, he's a really big fella. He really kind of helped out with the construction of the tavern many years ago. Is he big enough that he stands out wherever he is? He would probably burst through the second story if he stood up. Alright. So you would say that he needs to be kept somewhere. If he is to be kidnapped by people, he would be stored somewhere where he can't be noticed, right? It looks over Beetle, a well-known detail finder. Well, we already know that Crocs people took him, right? Right. So, and from Mr. Barnes, he told us that Crocs people might already be doing things in that ruin thing beneath the ground. Are they down a, there, maybe? Are they a a storing the guy? Below? Why don't we just ask? Miss, wait, I have an idea. So yeah. Mr. Yeah. Barnes said that these locks or whatever that he was looking for are extremely complicated in the entryways or the uh, where the keys are stored are more than likely heavily guarded as well. Would not an expert craftsman also be skilled in disassembling? Oh yeah, you would know. Uh, the ladies kind of look at each other going, we, we wouldn't know that. <laughs> like, we, we wouldn't have the information. I don't know why you're asking us. No, 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 no. Talim was like looking between like the, uh, the, the, the other three. And oh, it's just okay, like, sorry. you know, it's like, like, I had an epiphany. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My head is so transparent, yeah. but it's not empty. So what? <laughs> so maybe they are using him to open the locks. It's a lead, at least. So our two goals were not actually two goals. It's the same. Damn, but, I'm smart. But okay. anyways, we have two weeks until the festival. Yeah. That's more and, than uh, enough time to go down there. We got what yeah. we needed initially. Yeah, yeah let's look go. at the Elmas and be like, so if this is right, and this is where the blacksmith is stored, do you think two weeks would be enough time? Would you need our assistance with anything else before we were to leave on this job and hopefully locate our 
very large friend. Ah, you should be pretty good to go. All right, let's Excellent. go, and then we'll break into the airship. I no, am no. still I, that plan will need to be worked on. You're we'll uh, we on could it. just go to the meet and greet. But I don't want to stand in line for. I will days. stand in the line. Oh, okay. I enjoy that your voice sometimes gets very close to going, Oh, bye, everybody. I really I hope we can go and break for that airship, boys. I hurt, I hurt my <laughs> I throat really bad. <laughs> I, I hurt my throat really bad streaming the other day. So I'm like trying not to go too crazy with it, but that's just making me lead into Mickey territory. In the, in the future, Beetle founded the Beetle Bold uh, initiative with the Beetle Bold uh, you know, because it's Beetle the Kobold, but it's Beetle Bold, just like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh boy, everybody! We're gonna totally oh, go boy. DMCA that airship! Oh, oh boy! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> We're gonna do a B&E! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys talk to, talk, to the, uh, talk to the Elmas, and they basically say, this thing's cursed. You're basically gonna be on your own for a while. They'll look Damn. up what they can, but they, they can't solve your issue right now. Let's go get that blacksmith. But, yeah, but you Maybe. have plenty of time to take on Lauren's task. Yeah, make some right. money. Hear me out, though. Uh, eh? What if? What if we get some food first? We don't have time for that. We can pick up some street food on the way there. And then you, you can also you can probably, you know, Helma. food in the shop. Soon, at the mention of street food, Helma comes up to you, Beetle, and leans over, going, "You think that street food is a lot better than?" <laughs> The Almas Diamond. Is that right, Mr. No, no, what? No, I'm saying we don't have time to sit down and have a meal, so we can just grab some crustaceans from a cart and have a oh, little crunch on our way think out. We serve anything that would benefit travelers on the go. Well, I don't know. Can I have some frog? Oh, absolutely, dear. And she bring in, and she um. Uh, and she kind of goes back into the kitchen and goes, how many would you like? How many got? Talim will actually like sit up. He'll put a finger up. He's like, while you all are eating, I will go and talk to Lauren. All who's, right. Who's Lauren? Or not. Who's <laughs> Wait, Lauren? Lauren. Lauren. I've had people, I've had to play fucking Lauren and like a bunch of other role plays or whatever, and people come out, hey, Lauren. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> like, wait, did I, did I say, wait, no, I you said, said Lauren. You, right? you said Lauren. You said Lauren. Okay. Lauren. My bad. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. Laura. I'll go Gosh. talk to Laura. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> wow. You guys enjoy your snacks. I'll go ask, I'm going I'll go to ask to where the next PTA meeting is. <laughs> Hey girl! Would anybody <laughs> else like to get food? Yeah, I'll get yes. food too. Hart Har will go and uh, uh, do as much helping in the kitchen as he can. Yeah. Beetle asks for a fish because he's terrified. As soon as, uh, <laughs> as, soon as you, you get like to frog? the door, you see the helmet goes, ah ah, <laughs> close the door. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Looks back at Gray. Am I Gray shrugs. Gray shrugs, shaking her head. No. I think she just likes to work on her own. I I'd <laughs> like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I just imagine 
I just because he's terrified of little old ladies, she's like, uh uh-uh. uh. And he's just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> he just, like, leans back, it's eyes get mid, really wide, color drains from his face. <laughs> mid walk, stops, foot is still in the air. You ever see like yeah. a seven foot man just turn on a dime? Yeah. <laughs> Gray, Gray reaches over, she just like pats. Pat's heart on his shoulder. Just there, there. It's okay. You didn't do anything how much, wrong. How much food do we need for two weeks? Like, I pick up quite an appetite while, like, you know, fighting things. But maybe I can eat then. Well, I don't know if we'll be, be down, down there, there for the two weeks. Team. Yeah. <laughs> you both almost were in sync. <laughs> no, no, they Same were brain in sync. Same brain cell. We finish each other's sentences. We both lean to look around heart at each other. Our eyes are glittering. <laughs> As you guys are figuring out what's going on for the food situation there and reactions and stuff, Talim, uh, you head over and I guess glide into the chair next to Lauren and, and Lauren will kind of lean back over and go, got your stuff figured out, ghost man. So it seems that we have two weeks in which we will have to complete the mission, but it also lines up with other objectives that uh, we are looking to accomplish due to the nature of the individuals that seem to be guarding what you're looking for. Ah, yes, indeed. Now, the, the parts of what I have for the ruins are mostly just teeming with Crocs gang members. I, I recommend when you do get there, and the last time I was able to scout it out, that um, stealth is going to be very prevalent here. Oh, we're fucked. Kaleem <laughs> <laughs> will uh, like he'll like run a hand like over the, the veil that covers the lower half of his face and he'll like look back at his party and he's like well I am more than capable of that due to previous enterprises during my time as a member of the living my compatriots however I'm sure I'll be able to figure out something I heard you you talking shit over there Liam just like he just like lifts a hand up and just like waves back at them. But anyways, <laughs> it's like stealth is more than likely the best course of action. Um, do you know of anything else that is in the region that perhaps we should look out for besides Crocs, henchmen? Well, it's either them, it's either the Crocs gang there, and also the Tyrant's Guild, which has been very active here in the Pond's Palaster. Um, if you've heard the news, one of the Martinets was recently murdered. So, there is a... As you kind of notice, he'll, he'll kind of point over near the door where there's a notice board. Um, kind of like near where the bear's head is here on the map. And you'll see the all the bounty posters of all the... Uh, pretty much all the of all the uh, guys that pretty much were assumed to have uh, killed the Martinets. And uh, he'll kind of point to them going, there's a big manhunt looking for them. Currently it's dying down. They're not finding anything. We've, I think of last I've been able to see of rumors, they might have skipped down, but they're still on a high alert for any more dangers. So, and they're willing to just kill and beat up whoever's in opposition. So I would be very careful. Of course. Hmm. Well, I suppose that uh, we'll have to do a little bit of preparation, but we should leave shortly if you have any more information, perhaps a map or, you know, a sketch of, of the particular item. 
And say, show your map, I'll give you a waypoint. And, <laughs> and, and so he'll he'll uh he'll get a sketch out. pops up. He'll, he'll give some instructions. Button. He'll get some instructions and in, 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 in does anyone have a map actually? Don't think anyone ever bought a map. I we have a map, I just can't remember who has it. I have we, an old map of a strange looking dungeon. Exactly. <laughs> Of that, That's, you have you haven't found anything similar to it yet. But it's right there. It's right there. Yeah, come on, yeah, it come is on. right there. <laughs> uh, but basically, we're gonna go. Ah, okay. Well, here you go. And you'll kind of you know, he'll generally sketch out like general points and general areas we need to go. It's sketch work, but it'll get you there if you if you pay attention. And you'll write mm -hmm. down some notes and landmarks for you to follow to where you need to look and, and some more specific instruction instructions to get to the ruins. And um, he'll pass him over to you, Talim, and uh, and you'll kind of tap it a little bit, and you'll notice that as he does so, a little pling with it, and you're able to actually pick up the piece of paper just fine. <gasps> and he will, and he will go. Uh, just follow those instructions. Just be aware that the last time I looked, there were a lot of Crocs gangs member there. Um, just do be careful. Uh, Talim will actually. Uh Take the map and he'll roll it up and tuck it away and he'll be like, of course, and thank you very much for the accommodations. Yeah, you see, Lauren will nod to you and go, pleasant travels, Mr. Talim. You see, I look uh, forward to our conversation after it is accomplished. He'll nod, he'll nod and uh, you'll see we begin to puff back on his pipe. And Talim will get up and glide away and it's like, well, we have the area that we need to go. We have our objective. Uh, I guess we just need a little bit of time to prepare. Ray kind of just looks over. She's got like her cheeks full of chicken. <laughs> for all for all of you who have uh, who, who decided to get food, me. All right, what did me. you you ordered frog beetle? What did you get? A fish. <laughs> and gray, you got chicken. A chicken. A fish. Um, <laughs> for all of you who ate, you get a plus one circumstance bonus to your next roll. Next d20. Yay! Wow! Tell him you're on... feel? Ghost? <laughs> people point ghost. Talim jingles a bag of coins. It's just like, feels good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that, what do you guys like to do? You guys like to sleep in, get everything kind of prepped up, get fully healed up and head out? Yeah, yeah I, think it, I think it'd be smartest to sleep before we go. Hart will actually uh, buy some food for his, for the new compatriot, uh, Bern, and uh, Nugget, and uh, actually go over and uh, take oh. half of his frog legs. And oh. uh, he, will, uh, he will go over and be like, Hi! Question! Oh. Hi there! Hi, I'm Bannon! Yeah, I know, Baron. You're a pretty cool guy. And also, and this is my dog, Nugget. I know, Nugget. He's a good boy. And Hart pulls out a bone that he just has in his, in his equipment, and I will remove bones. I wanted to make stock out of the bones, but they are now removed. Um, uh, I'm slowly only getting down to my starting equipment and shock. Uh, um... Hart will put down the bones on on the ground for uh, for Nugget, and then he looks down at uh, Baron and 
he points over at uh, at the chair on the other side of of the table. Can I sit down? Oh, oh absolutely. Company is always great when you have beer. Oh yeah, 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 big time. I am a um, uh, one of the people that raised me was actually a a dwarven man who taught me how to properly pour a beer. Um, I haven't done it since, so you know how that goes. And then he oh, laughs. Oh yeah, I also I also understand how it's like to be a failure. Mm. <laughs> ah, it it is hard. I'll tell you that. But um, I'm actually looking to um to ask you about a few things about delving. Ah oh, yes, of course. It's mm, my main you... profession, you know. My name's Baron. I know. Uh, it's great. Uh, so, Bairn, uh, my question to you is for new uh, up-and-coming delvers who might have already gotten some experience in, in very useful fields like, you know, killing people. Ah, murdering um, is one of the first steps to becoming a delver. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> as, I, as I realized. Uh, it sounds like a very honorable and very heroic job. Now, hey. my question my question is, what would your tips as a professional uh, delver be? And could you perhaps write it down on this piece of paper? Uh, I can't write. <laughs> oh, well, very well. You have anything to write with? Yeah, I got chalk. Okay. He tries to write on parchment with chalk, and you can mm. barely see it. Hart wouldn't understand. He can't read. <laughs> like, like, you know this isn't gonna work. No one can see this. You want like a piece of wood to write on or anything? I mean, if, if you tore the end, yeah. Hmm. Uh. Heart pulls out like uh, <clears throat> uh, he, he pulls out like the wooden tearing at the bottom of his backpack. Just... <sighs> Baron's just wondering why he's here. Like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> um, uh, 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 Salty's hard... dead. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Salty's dead. Yeah, she she DC'd and all that, but she had a little no. little hoo with the internet. Uh, but that's okay. That kind of works out. Baron will, well, more likely, be, what Salty was trying to do is that she was trying to uh, ask Baron, um, like, hey, any tips and stuff we need for Delvers and stuff. And she'll, uh, or at least Baron will explain that, um, you know, you probably want to bring like row, right. bunch of equipment, rations, etc. He's like, welcome back, Salty. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he slams down uh, the plank from the bottom of his backpack down onto the the table and uh he for the, literally yeah for, for he the sake of time instant tips yeah. yeah uh you see baron will go like oh but i got you covered don't we i'll begin to uh, like right with it's pretty much like carry rope bring a bunch of rations if you plan to be there for a while bring a mm. bring a 10-foot pole if you need to bring a whole bunch of equipment to try to keep you safe and healthy and a bedroll because sleeping on the ruined ground sucks and also, uh, if you have a deployable ladder for those high-scaling heights that can be put away or anything else, that is also helpful. 
And as Baron's giving you all of this Delver advice, and actually a Delver is an archetype you can get in one of our PDFs. You too can dungeon dive in multiple levels if you want. Um, but with that, I assume all of you, after all the advice and maybe buying gear and stuff, want to take a rest and stuff and get ready for the venture soon. And with that, we're going to take our first break. And we'll be Thank right you. back. <laughs> we are back you guys have decided to rest up at elma so if you need to refresh your uh spell slots bring your health all the way back up to full you guys have been fully rested up all that other cool stuff and Between, uh, you guys... uh what is it after the uh not last session but the session before that was when we leveled up right no you didn't level you're still level four no i'm yeah yeah when, when we leveled up to level four Mm. Yeah. So maybe maybe some folks got some some nifty new things. Yeah, we nifty new things. We leveled up last session because I remembered at the start of last session that we leveled up the session before that. So I was leveling yeah. up my level. Yeah, you're leveling up session. live on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we made a bit of it and everything. <laughs> we made fun of you live. <laughs> you know, as opposed to the other times we make fun of you live. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, I oh, like good. it. I'm used to it. I've been socialized this way. No, I like it. I would actually hate it if you did anything else. I wouldn't like that. No, no, yeah, I actually like it. So. Oh, sorry. So Next we're... time we'll say you're like, it's okay. We understand sometimes people are busy. We'll help you make your character. And then we'll like pat you on the back and be all no, like, like, see, there, Stop. we got you fixed up. Isn't that Stop. all better now? Stop. I I, like I, it. I, it's literally making me anxious. Please stop. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it. <laughs> That's why I'm such a grumpy asshole. Because if I'm nice, you think I'm going to murder you. <laughs> it's true. We do. Never do that again, Soren. Can you I'm move the, the map camera down a little bit? On the stream, can you move it down a little bit? There you go. Can you move it further? Okay. One more? Okay. <laughs> One more? Okay. One more? Is the spiral froggy? <laughs> One more? <laughs> a little okay. to the right? Yeah, the jelly bean little spiral. Little more, a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. That, that's there the, it is. Yeah, there you go. Hear me out. I would like to propose that we drop everything we're doing and we go to the beanstalk. Oh my Please, God. I want to go to the beanstalk. We Please. can go to the beanstalk after we're done adventuring. Every I, time I see this map, I look at the beanstalk and I don't know what compels me, but I want to go. Hey, Soren, what palaster is that? You. Uh, that's a good question, actually. I completely forgot. Is that the Queen's forgot. Palaster? It might be the Queen's Palaster. Let me let me pull up one of our PDFs here real quick. You oh, listener. The PDF so you can get off of the, the, the narrative declaration Patreon. That is the one. You can get it while listening to this. You can go to Patreon. Yeah, we can we can look at it together, actually. Here's one of if our PDFs. Oh no, that's one of the assets. Oh, that was not oh, what you're looking God, for. I have that it. Was yeah, that was what one of the that? campaign asset Nothing. PDS. Nothing. That's that's Nothing. what happened in Rock Grind, not in your campaign. Don't worry, you won't you won't face yeah. those, baby, possibly. <gasps> but may, maybe you will be turned into one if you don't listen. There it is. Here's one of them. Oh. Alright, here's the outset primer. That is did we label it? I think we did, didn't we? Oh no, we didn't label it, did we? Uh oh. Well, there's a jelly bean one. 
Next session, everyone, we will know exactly which one it is. That's the most beautiful piece of architecture I've ever seen. Look at it. It's like, no, the Grand Consulate, the, the, the region, the, the, the. Nope, I yeah. need to talk about that with the gang. You'd be like, hey, which ones would I think? I think the Queen's Blaster is over on the right side. But I have to go clarify with the team. Unless Tutel right. or Thurston screams into the chat and goes, is this what? <laughs> but if you want to learn before we know, you can go to the Patreon <laughs> and get the PDF for yourself. Are you compelled by the beanstalk? Join the Patreon today. <laughs> Maybe there's a giant up there. <laughs> it's so your name, that, Jack. <laughs> moving on. Sorry. <laughs> moving on. You guys have begun to head on over. And, um, and I think you guys wanted to buy a couple things first before mm. you go through. We need to sell yeah. something first. Ooh, yes, what do. would you like to sell? You got this big fat emerald. Mm -hmm. ah. Who yeah. do you want to sell it to? Probably, oh. I don't know, a jeweler. Yeah, gem All cutter. Right. Roll yeah, me a society boy. check to see if you know if a jeweler's around. Wait, did you say a society check? A society. Can In I help with the society check because I live here? No, Cav, you can't do it. This is the, this is a different stream. This is actually a, a recorded video. You can't do it, Cav. I could, though. No. Because we're in a society. No. Uh, Aaron uh, got so in Tulane trouble does, last time. Tillane <laughs> doesn't get the, uh, make the okay. roll. <laughs> you can only aid now. Hey, hey Soren. Yes. We can roll a society, but... Uh, due to uh, the lot of us being very proficient in crafting or like maybe underworld or similar things, could we use those skills instead? Uh, mostly society or underworld lore, if you have that, okay. would be most applicable. Crafting in terms of finding people, you could probably... So different skills in this context, because I know what you're trying to do, is um, mm. it'll give you different DCs to go after. Yes. You can try crafting, but it's going to be a lot harder than something that's more specific to the need. Trust me, plus six is better than plus zero. Beetle lives here. Can I just roll a society? You I can. You absolutely can. <laughs> I rolled a 23 on crafting. I rolled a 20! <laughs> Beetle, everyone else starts going, oh, maybe here, maybe here. Beetle, you know exactly where one is. In fact, uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, import a sort of character into it. Like, who, Describe to me who this jeweler is. Oh, so Soren, what have you done? What power have you given her? <laughs> Uh, is Gray a? Are you a warg? What 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 is your race a again? No, 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 That's kind of that's fucked up. But you know, Froggy. We say ancestry here, Froggy. Sorry. Okay, so I, this this has been a good. I'll see you later. I'm done. Just people uh, quite racist. <laughs> no, this is a jeweler Ooh. with the Riz. You know what I'm saying? This Fantasy guy, he's. He's got he's got the fantasy Riz, not the fa I, there's no fantasy racism, only fantasy Riz. Uh, he is a knoll, and he he's so busted, he's so booming. 
that you can trade your gold over at his place. And he's got little billboards where he's like uh-huh. smiling up on the board. And he's holding Doge coins, like little, or sorry, Noel coins <laughs> between his fingers. <laughs> and he's yeah. on the boards and he's smiling and he's like, trade your money or like free gold, stuff like that. Like those kinds of things, those billboards. That's him. I have, a, fro- like- I have a question, Froggy. His, his name is Doge. So whenever he receives payment, he says, that's Dogecoin now. He's like, thanks for the Dogecoin. That's going straight. To- <laughs> uh, you did okay. this, Soren. You allowed okay. this. This is your fault. All right. So that's Froggy. the jeweler. The jeweler's I, name is I Doge. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Froggy, would you like to play that character and yeah. try? Your objective is to not pay the full price of that gem. Absolutely. I have, I have one question, Froggy. Yeah. Due to Knowles being, and, and of course, Min is the actual person who plays Knowles here. Uh, you, of course, can fucking sneak in on this one, I think. Um, due to being a Knoll and how Knolls are hyena based, uh, is he like a little scrungus since he's a guy? Since hyena women are like so much bigger than hyena dudes. Oh, that's right. So is yeah, he like right. a little scrungus? You know, like Shiba Inus? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like that. He's the beetle of gnolls. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we're yeah. gonna set the scene. Everybody else, beetle somehow has to like go away at this point. Beetle's like, I'm gonna go look for a gun, and he just leaves before <laughs> anyone can stop. Him. Yeah, you gotta go shop for for a pistol. Uh, so yeah. you, so the rest of the party arrives. Salim. This is a challenge of capitalism at its finest. You see, like a billboard is going, like, it's Doge to meet you. And then it's all those other pointing, like, signs <laughs> and shit. And it's like, it's like Pawn Stars on crack in the medieval fantasy world. Kareem <laughs> like, standing outside of it. He's in, the, like, what is it, like, splayed leg. He's in, like, an A pose. And you, you're, like, just like, he's just cracking his ghostly knuckles. He's just like, this is a battlefield I am familiar with. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, you got this. You got this. You got this. You got I will this. stand here. Okay. I will stand here with my arms crossed and look intimidating. So, so you know how we we got to level four and uh, we were able to take a feat, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the feats I took was uh, now have diplomacy. <gasps> oh damn! <laughs> I'm not as good as oh. other people, but I do. Oh, yeah, I'm chewing up my Ricola so that I don't. I'm not so, like this. Yeah, so, um, so, Froggy, I'll ask you again do you want Beetle in the scene or do you want me to take a crack at it? Oh, no. Beetle Beetle takes off to try and find a gun. Excellent. All right. So, here's the scene. Talim and the gang, I assume you all enter inside. Jim yes, in we, hand. We walk in. It's the JoJo scene. I'm approaching the, uh, the proprietor of this business. Because I can't spend, I can't make money without getting closer to him. All right, Froggy, so you, take it away. So you enter this this shop, and there's shiny jewelry, gems all over the place, and they're in these nice, delicate, beautiful-looking glass displays. But there are heavy-duty chains and giant locks around these glass cases, revealing every all these all these jewelries and everything. And so at the far side of the room, as soon as you open the door. You can see a bunch of uh, Dogecoin, Doge, Doge, Arf, Arf, Woof, Woof, Big Bucks, things like that, (laughs) big signs off on the side of the the main counter. And then at the counter, you hear these little chip, 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 
chip and these little feet, the sound of little feet climbing, and this floppy uh, knoll head with this golden golden head of hair and these big black eyes and this little button nose. He comes up on a step stool so that he can look over the counter and he waves at you guys as you come in and he starts barking because there's a person, there's a person, someone who has entered his shop, entered his home. And he <laughs> goes, Hoi, I'm Doge! I just took psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, friends! Hoi, I'm Doge! I Are you like here to give Doge coin? Mm. Ray just looks at Talim and just goes, this is on you. She wants nothing to do with this. Hello, my name is Mark. Talim looks at Gray's like, and looks at Gray's just like, are you sure? This is, you know, I don't know of uh, no cultural customs. I would hate you if Opa. Harf, if you Harf don't have coin stepping. for Doge, you're not looking to buy. Are you looking to sell to Doge? Hart takes one step in and goes, hello, my name is Hart. I kill people for a living. Great, just a, quietly step turns, back. Somebody turns in back. chat got it. <laughs> turns back to Talim. What's that? I Is that like the copper system that you told me about? Doge so leans like around, that. so his head is poking out perfectly horizontally from, like, it looks like he could be standing on a wall. Like, that's how perfectly angled his head is when it slides out from behind heart. And he goes, anything Dojoins is Doge's, so if it's a coin, it's Doge's, it's Doge coin. Just, just sell him the emerald. Just sell it so we can go. Emerald! He, his little hands slide up horizontally perfectly from behind Hart's bicep and his little paws start rubbing together like a little miser. And he goes, Hoy! Hey, let me see! It's my shtick, Froggy. <laughs> the city so anyway. has done something to him and I don't know what. <laughs> so anyways, I will, uh, Hart, like, uh, still has, like, his, you know, like, uh, chest that he carries around like a backpack and everything, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tlim will look a bit harder. He's like, could you get the emerald out of the chest, please? Oh, yeah. Swings down the entire chest onto the counter and just opens it up, uh, puts out a few things like the unusual liquid that we never got identified from the first adventure we ever did. So uh, just wagging his tail. And uh, this, this, this big, po uh, like, it, it was pretty polished as well. Uh, emerald uh from like a little part uh, like a little parchment of leather wraps just around it so it doesn't get scuffed and he uh, mm. places it down onto the counter that's the one so oh. Talim does the thing like where he like puts both his feet together and crosses his arm and just like floats there he's like as you can see we are a connoisseur of fine gems and we only seek to Sell them to those who would recognize their quality, my merchant companion. Doge puts up a paw to silence Talim. He holds it up like fingers splayed and then closes his hand, making like a little fist. And then he, he reaches down and he pulls out 
these uh, little round spectacles, but the metal around the lenses is strangely thick. And you learn that this is because once he puts the glasses on, he gives them twists and they start to grow out, like outside, like they get longer, like a pair of binoculars almost. And they get smaller and smaller and smaller until they're super long. They look like snail eyes almost coming out of these lenses. And so Doge leans over the, the emerald and he's kind of pawing at it. And he goes, Now, listen, fellas. And he puts uh, Before you his, continue, his, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you. No, uh, go things ahead. Things change as soon as, as, soon as your, your Noel looks at the gym. We're changing the objective a little bit. You, oh. Instead of trying to go for the lowest, you know this gym, for some reason, or either due to the quality or the cut or anything else like that, is super valuable. It's going to be double of what people usually want to pay for, and you really want it, because you want to get it for 200 gold, because you feel you could sell it for 500. I got you, I got you. I, I, I fucking you know, hate, though. I hate this, because I know the merchant stat block, and if Soren has just put up a regular ass, minus one creature merchant against us, we ain't got a fucking chance. <laughs> Oh, I have 7 HP, but I have a fucking plus 12 to multiple skills. Mm. You see, I know gold. My family knows gold, as you can tell by my golden physique. You can tell I'm gold. Gold, Dogecoin gold, I'm gold. But nobody knows gold or gems or any kind of money making material better than my grandpa. Grandpa! And then he starts barking, and are far, you calling it an expert? The far sharp shop window uh, opens like a little little doggy door, but it's the window, so it's elevated. And an old Doge man starts crawling in through the window. He looks exactly the same as Doge, just old. And you can tell he's old because he's wearing like suspenders, and that's it. <laughs> and he comes, <laughs> and he comes trotting up, and he picks up his own pair of glasses and he puts them on and he starts twisting the the rims of the glasses. They come out really long like snail eyes. And both these dogs are looking at the emerald and pawing at it and going and they're like talking to each other. Gray is just grimacing. Oh yeah, you know Noel. Oh yeah. You know the language. So Gray, you can actually hear these two going is this good? Is this real? I think, I don't even know if it's real. It might not even be real. One of them glances up at you, Gray, and the back to the stone, and, and Pop Pop, he goes, I don't know if we could turn this into a lot of Dogecoin. Maybe get, give him like uh, one, offer offer him 190, and then we'll, we'll see if we get how much we could, how, how much Dogecoin we could turn this into. And, and Doge, he nods at his grandpa, and he looks up and his little snail eye glasses are like twang around like door stoppers. And he's like, I'll give you 190 for it. Gray looks to Talim. So that's more than we originally appraised it for. Hmm. It is? No, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm talking out of character. Uh, oh, uh, so that's originally more than we appraised it for. Uh, yes. Appraised it for. So that's instantly gonna set off bells. It's like, wait a second, <laughs> we appraise this for a hundred. Yes. Why are they giving us one ninety for it? 
we haven't really had an instance where we've had to like do like deception and stuff like that. Is there anything you would want me to roll to like or anything, Zorin? Or uh, Wait, what you are you want trying me to roll do? anything? Uh, like, are they trying to? If you're trying to find out if they're lying to you and bullshitting you, you want to roll yeah. perception. Okay. Because you're, you're trying to find, you're trying to perceive the deception that's happening. Like it's for, perception against okay. their freaking, what is it? Their deception DC. Yeah, oh I, I have I, I have a number mentally, so it's okay. Okay. I rolled a oh, 17 damn. for a plus 6 for a 23 in total. Oh, damn. Yeah. But you're 20, 23 in, in for Froggy's context that um you know but you you have a good feeling you can get more money out of this if you if you negotiate it up a little bit higher because you feel that they can get more money out of this with how they're salivating over it you know like uh, a pair of dogs uh, yeah <laughs> yeah they're both drooling a little bit Gray Grandpa, looks so uncomfortable pop pop is, pop, pop is panting <laughs> Talim stands there and like he has his arms folded and he's just floating. He's like, oh, I believe that you are more of an honest merchant than that. It's quite unfortunate. Uh, we were going to give you the first crack at this, but and he'll like go to like mage hand and move the, the gym away from them. And he's like, I expected better amongst, uh, you know, fellow, you know, fellow purveyors of a profit. I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand what it means to take coin and make it Dogecoin. We're offering you 190 of our Dogecoins. These are coins that come from us. These are Dogecoins. We put our, our little faces <laughs> in each coin. And our business is so reputable and well-recognized that that does not invalidate the money. It makes it worth more. Like, it shows that you did business with the best of the best. You're paying for rapport with us when you do business with us, which will increase your rapport with other business chains that are much smaller than us here at Dogecoin. General Society to see if that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I mean, I mean, this is the Nat Twenty gem cutter person that we so were. It's, sent a, it's, it's a nineteen. <laughs> I got a nineteen in total. You know them defacing the coin of the Treasury of Outset is against the law, and uh, it's their little gimmick. It's not gonna fly because it kind of messes <laughs> with the value, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so Talim will, Talim will like he'll kind of like float the uh, the emerald back and forth between his hands. He's like, what I do know is that the uh, the ruling bodies of Outset here like their coins standardized and stamped, and when it is put on a weight, when it's put on a scale, that is what they are going to look at, and that is what I am concerned with, not with any fanciful depictions that have been etched into them, or perhaps edges that have been carved off. So if you want to do real business, like a real merchant, you will give me what this is worth. I'm even willing to take a little bit less. But don't try to lowball me again, or I walk. This is not a lowball! Excuse me, are you a gem cutter? Are you a, are you a gem seller? I have been known to craft gems into magical things, so yes. Before you continue, roll me a crafting check or any lore applicable things to convince them that this would work, or diplomacy. 
crafting, you say, I'm going to spend a hero point to re-roll that. Mm, yeah, happy with that 16. <laughs> nice. That is significantly better. I rolled a total of a 24 for that crafting check. Foggy, he's got a point. <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> like you, you feel you should give him just a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, the Pop Pop, he leads over to the smaller doge and they they start barking, they start snorfing and, and whispering. And Gray, you can hear, well, I think I think you should give him five more. I mean, you know, these are, they, these look like promising little entrepreneurs. They you know what they're buying into the crypto sphere. You know, we wanna Oh we want to bring it. We want to bring them in. This has been know, just a giant fucking crypto <laughs> ad. And if anyone actually paid us to advertise Dogecoin, this would be one of the best fucking ads for them. <laughs> to be aware, I don't hold crypto, but at least Froggy's fucking Dogecoin levels might rise at some point. <laughs> I can't believe Froggy is using narrative declaration as a tool to raise her Dogecoin bags. No, but I, I don't. <laughs> but Zoran, would we take sponsorships? I will. I, as much as much as I would love to take sponsorships for things, I will never uh, like do like VPNs crypto. and crypto. Like I will never take those. <laughs> That's correct, crypto bros. Get the fuck up. Yeah, Papa Pup Pup, Papa Pup Pup. He's like, you know, we're we're bringing them into our our dog currency that is secured by by dog to gra dog to graphy. Which, which would make it nearly impossible to counterfeit or double spend the coins. We're bringing them, we're raising the market. You know, stonks go up, stonks go up. And then young, young Doge, he's like, stonks up, stonks up. And they both kind of nod and, and, and they bark and do little dog noises. And then they look up. Kalim and will look back at them and he's like, are you going to give me what I'm, what it's worth? Or do I have to have diamond hands? What do you think about, uh, and Pop Pop, he's drooling in the background again, looking at the gem. And the young, the young doge, he's like, what do you, what do you, what do you think about, uh, 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 195 dogecoin? And then he, like, leans back and hikes up his brows like he just gave you a really good deal. 300. <laughs> 300! You heard him. 300. Oh. 250. Oh, no. will actually, like, turn around and start to float towards the door. Uh, yeah, pop. um, bye. Uh, Har starts to put things back into the chest okay. and puts it on so, his back. Salim, so pop, pop. do you still want to sell this to them? Yes. Okay, <laughs> roll me deception. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Talim wants to invest in Doge. I got Doge. a 14. All right. So what happens is that the offer was 350, right? That's okay. 300. 300. You said 300, and then oh. Doge said 250. So, this is what happened. Talim, you begin to kind of walk through the door, but you're kind of like ghostly sweating, going, like, Please call back. Please call back. Please call back. <laughs> and and you see the dogs are kind of catching up on it. But through the door, uh, you see, like, it has, like, you know, that little window thing so people could see if it's open or not. Um, you see that there is a large man 
He has red skin. He's very like just fat, like just really just 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 rotund. And he has like a big, he has like a uh, kind of like a, a little, a little uh, devilish tail. And he's in a fine purple suit. And on his hands, as he goes over to collapse onto the doorknob, you see diamond rings all over his hands. And the gnolls will know him as Diamond Hand McBlark. It's Diamond <laughs> Hand McBlark! And you see, as he, as he opens the doors, a very large tiefling with a purple hat on and with horns kind of anchoring them in. And he walks in and go, hey, it's so good to see you, my knowledge friends and uh what is it you're haunted huh and he kind of looks darks, down the dogs start barking when you. he opens the door they start barking because <laughs> friend 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 someone's home like someone's him in. you don't oh. like him he's your <laughs> rival jeweler and he likes to come to your establishment ever so often we're and barking territorially you're, yeah, we're yeah, barking no, territorially no, you're low on funds <laughs> that you might want to like but he will buy uh, stuff from you at a lower price when you're in desperate need. But he smells profit in the air and he looks oh. down at you to let him go. Oh, I knew I could spend me some gems a mile away. And you see his jowls just kind of like shake or so. And you see he's a very <laughs> large tiefling, very adorned with fine clothes and jewelry. And then he goes, Diamond Hands McBlug, nice to meet you. And he kind of no, brings no, his no. hand on to shake your hand to lean, like to offer it out. Does he have like, does he have, does he have bow with a flourish? And he's like, Salim Shabura. Merchant and purveyor of fine goods, all from the lens of Quanshir. Yeah, you, you back off! They're getting it on Dogecoin! Nah, no one believes in that garbage anyway! They're moving on into Dogecoin! Don't listen to him pop up! Don't does listen he, hey, They're also trying to lowball us. Does, no. does, he have, does he have like comedically small wings and very slender <laughs> like, like no oh, legs? He's a oh like, God, he doesn't have please. wings. So. <laughs> No, he is, he's just a rotund character, and um, he kind of like waltz in and goes, Ah, oh, Merchant, huh? I, I was passing by conveniently, and I saw the, a green emerald come into the come into the store, and I thought uh, I could take a look at it. I could probably give more than these hounds can. If so you want like, empty by your all wallet, means. <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth as much as you think. We'll give you 300, we'll give you the 300, we'll give you... Pop-Pop looks like he's having a heart attack in the background, like Pop... Uh, the younger Doge goes, we'll give you the 300, we'll give you the 300. I'm... And Pop-Pop clasps his chest and starts panting really hard. Unfortunately, <laughs> it seems that uh, they wanted to only give me 300 for it, but if you would like to take a look... Thank you, Carcion, uh, like, just... our, our mod and lovely mod, for adding motherfucker as a permitted term <laughs> in our chat, by the way. Um... <laughs> But you'll see that. But you'll see that McBlark will uh, will look at you and go, like, "Oh, three hundred, huh?" Hmm. And he kind of like he, he like rubs on his jowls, like he's stroking a beard, but it's all just jowls. And you're like, <laughs> "No, well, I suppose I could go three fifty instead. It's a fine gym, and it's worth, and it's definitely worth that price." So Tlim is like. Well, that sounds much more amicable than uh, what we were offered here. You know, it was quite unfortunate. I thought. But you were won't get Dogecoin if you buy from him. 
like I was saying, I thought they were much more competent merchants. But apparently... <laughs> they both start barking. <laughs> As uh, you'll see that McClark will uh, like kind of will try to like take you by the shoulder to bring you around, but it falls through. And he goes, uh, <coughs> and you come here, and you kind of point to the window. Right across the street is a way fancier establishment, like Art Deco. <laughs> so here it looks like a like a shady pawn shop. Over there, <laughs> like just really beautiful stonework. It has a cleaned up side, like it's like like in the pawn's plaster. You're still there, but you're like bordering near the king's plaster, which is like or the prince's plaster, which is in the middle. And you'll see like it's it kind of like near the border to where it's like uh, like grungy sidewalk broken. It kind of goes on and then it's like <laughs> clean, pristine, amazing. And then back this shit. And, and it goes like, why did you ever try to go to my establishment? Look how fancy it is. I always like to pay a premium for the goods so we all can make profit. It keeps the customers, these dogs here. And he kind of points to them. Don't know your worth as a merchant. Come on, Talib, take the bargain. And he kind of like bark, looks bark, over. Bark, bark. <laughs> He looks to the dolls and he winks. <laughs> the barking, the growling. So very uncomfortable in this situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> Talim is like looking back and forth between them and his eye, they can see his uh, glowing ghostly eyes. They are all smiles. Yeah, he, is just, yeah. he is just in his element. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's doing the thing. Like he's like mage handing the gym, but he's also like rubbing his hands together. And he's like, He's like, you know what? That sounds like a very accommodating offer. And I am always willing to establish good business relations with those with a good sense for what something is worth. And he will like look between the two of them. But, you know, I'm always willing to have a fair bit of back and forth between different merchants. I feel it keeps the edge sharp. Ah, just like every question merchant I've dealt with. Go on, do your thing. Wait, wait, Doge Point. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you three hundred and sixty gold, and and on top of that, you can take home an exclusive Doge necktie. And he pulls out a nice little necktie with a like the Doge staring directly at the camera. He pulls it up and he lays it out on the on the counter <laughs> what do you think 365 in a necktie that i can't wear i don't know i think you could probably do better than that diamond hand two two neckties and a toe ring and he pulls out a tiny little ring for somebody's toe and it's got a hyper realistic dog head like 3d <laughs> dog head on the <laughs> ring and he puts them all down on the counter and steeples his fingers and leans forward like in a godfather position <laughs> more things he can't wear <laughs> I'll allow you. I'll allow you to inspect the goods. Right, I will go over and I will. I will inspect the goods. <laughs> he will like. He will put. He will pull out his own pair of spectacles and put. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any spectacles. But no, he'll lean down and like his his veil will kind of like dangle from his face as he looks over them. And he kind of he's like, you know, it, it, he's. Acting like he's inspecting them, but it's also just like this is necktie. I can't wear yeah, this. What am I gonna do with this? Fucking necktie in a ring. <laughs> <laughs> and Leave like closer. looks over he's in and, uh, <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know. Upon closer hmm. inspection of the ring, you can actually see that the ring has been made of pounded out Dogecoin. 
And you notice something a little bit special about the toe ring, Talim. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Should I roll a check or anything for that? Uh, maybe you want to do something, you know, maybe an arcana check on it. Well, uh, that's piqued your interest. Rolled a 17 for a total of a 26. Ooh, nice. You identify this ring, this this dog toe ring, as a summon animal spell <gasps> that you can do once per day, and it only summons dogs. <laughs> How much would something like that go for on the market? Ah, uh, that would be a kind of check. You know, you know, it'll, it'll it'll cost a chunk of cash, but uh, for more accurate roll, you can do either underworld or crafting. How are you even considering it? It's a rat <laughs> dogs. Buy it. I rolled a nat 20 for a total of a 31. Oh, what does that with, ring sell for, Zorin? With uh, how, 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 how much, uh, how much did, uh, the nulls offer Beetle? Kind of like 360? Right now it's 360, I think. You know this ring will go for about a chat. Give me a number. Give me a number. I'll pick one. I'll have some chat, chat interaction. <laughs> Do this regularly, everyone. Okay. They're gonna be like a million, a million. <laughs> Sixty-nine, four twenty. <laughs> same, same. Everyone's doing the meme numbers. I'm ignoring all meme numbers. Damn. Uh, I'll take angel demon suggestion of 180 gold. Woo. <laughs> Woo! Not worth it. Don't sell it. That's a free dog every day. Salim <laughs> <laughs> is just like, hmm. It's like very interesting. It's like it's not a bad offer. I will go ahead and say that. It's like I honestly, Hermy, do you have any regular coin and not Dogecoin? Well, yeah, but you don't want to buy some stonks and Doge coins. No. Perhaps if we do business again later, but for right now, I prefer regular coin. And uh, Doge and Pop Pop, they will grab little paws and start jumping around in a circle, going, yay, 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 oh. and then they'll climb Unless... back up on the step stool. Oh. And he turns back around the diamond hands. <laughs> so you'll see that diamond hands is kind of stroking his jowls. He's going, oh, that's a really good offer. They must really want, the, want this emerald. <laughs> and uh, he's looking at a. Uh, Perhaps there's something I haven't noticed about this. Hmm. Interesting. It's like I'm currently looking up an interesting wand for you because I want to offer you a, a magic item. And in the background, People. you see another uh, window open in the shop and a third doge that looks exactly the same comes crawling in bodily from the window and comes sniffing his way up to the counter. They're multiplying! <laughs> they like all came from the ring. <laughs> I like just how, one wizard I like how upstairs. I like how Mr. Friggin' Chow's like, don't let Diamond Hands win! <laughs> 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 yeah, the lore of this place is there's a wizard upstairs and he's like retired and he just accidentally made this toe ring that keeps making more dogs. And he just accidentally <laughs> made a bunch of dogs and now they've like, they're like, we run Dogecoin! And the wizard's like, that's nice. <laughs> like, oh, that's alone. interesting, dear. <laughs> that's nice, okay. All right, I have to, I have to see how, uh, I have to see this. Um, so there's that and he'll go like, 
Oh, well, for the emerald, instead of the money, I will trade you this. And he can come and he takes a wand out of his, uh, out of his like suit, suit pocket and he will and he'll present it up to you to and he will go, I believe someone of your magical attitude will know what this is. And he will, you know, bring it to you And this wand kind of has like a, uh, tied in little piece of, um, you assume to be string with feathers kind of at the base of it. And, uh, he will allow you to inspect it. Okay. So roll me an arcana check. Roll for a uh, 18 for a total of a 27. This is a wand of fly. (gasps) And just from your arcana check to save you all the other stuff, you know this thing is like like retail price in the book, 700 gold. But you don't think you'll get that amount of money if you try to pawn it? You, you think you're going to get a lot less money? Yeah. Oh yeah, nobody wants to buy used. Talim <laughs> 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 will, uh, will look at the wand. He's like, for most people, I think that would be a compelling offer. But as you can see, and Talim will motion down towards the ground where he floats a couple inches off of it. People like me are not so inclined to such things. The doges <sighs> wag their tails. You see, he'll like flip the wand, like bring the, he'll like toss the wand up in the air and he'll kind of snatch it midair and put it back in his coat. Well, I see, well, whenever you want to do any real business in the jewelry market, you come by, you come by the diamond hands, right? And he'll, he'll flick a business card at you. There's a kind of floop inside of your ghostly visage and just starts floating down and begins to walk out or whatever. And he'll tip his hat over to Gray, tip his hat over the heart, and he'll glare back at the gnolls as he opens the door and shuts it. The gnolls seem like a nice guy. Thaleem yeah. will uh, turn around. It's like, I believe we have a business deal, but please, regular coin. Okie dokie, more doge for us, more doge coin for us. Get him the gold. And then one of the dogs opens the register and starts jingling out the, the gold, separating the dog gold from the actual gold and, and pushes it into a giant pile with the toe ring and the two dog ties. And the third dog grabs a sign that says cash for gold for real. And it's got a dog posed with gold teeth and he's smiling really wide and he's holding necklaces and jewelry and wands and he picks up that sign and he crawls out the window with the sign back the way he came Great, I have looks no idea what just happened except that I got paid <laughs> <laughs> Great, Gray just looks exasperated she just she leaves she leaves she's, she's done it's like <laughs> Talibu will look at Hart it's like Hart if you would please collect our uh, winnings Takes it, puts it in the bag. The two dogs put their paws out for the emerald. Uh, Talim will like float the emerald over to them. As Today, soon as the emerald is in Pop Pop's hands, he has a heart attack. With you. And he oh. passes away. Oh! He, has a t- he has a heart attack, turns stone white, falls backwards, and is dead. But uh, Doge, he takes the emerald out of Pop Pop's hands and goes, Pleasure doing business with you! Woohoo! 
Heidi does a celebratory bark, and he does a little dance in a circle holding the emerald, and two other doges come in from two other windows, take Pop-Pop up, put him into a, a box, and they carry him away. <laughs> so, Talim, add 360 gold to your inventory. And nice. uh, I'll, I will I will get your prizes uh, and next time. And two times in the toe ring. <laughs> yeah, I've temporarily put a wand of summoning. I know it's I know it's a ring, but just for yeah. mechanical. You cheap. literally killed Salty. She's gone again. <laughs> Watching everyone's reaction to and he died. <laughs> and so and so with that, as our adventurers have finished with their business dealings. I just you want guys. to go biochemical and artisan tools. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yes. I do hear you. Yes. Okay. I'll click refresh and there'll be a ninja. See if it comes back. Yeah. But um, but for that, is there anything else anybody else wants to buy? Oh yeah, there's a bunch of things we want to buy. Cool. Then we will decide what you guys purchase and continue on to the ruins next time on Rock Goons. Oh yeah. <gasps> Yeah, slightly short, shorter episode, but just, you know, no, uh, for dancing and with the technical issues, I just want to make sure. Yeah, but it's chat, totally fine. But chat, if you really like the show, if you really like what we did here, be sure, uh, you can always support the show by subscrib or subscribing here on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv forward slash narrative declaration. We, we stream first live. We don't do pre-recorded stuff. We like to do little chat interactions with you guys every so often, along with you helping us out with hero points and stuff. But um, I just want to rethink all the amazing players you guys want to introduce yourselves, starting off with Minerva. Hello again, it's me, Minerva, aka Party Demoness on Twitch. I am a uh, variety streamer and VTuber, and uh, I played Grey Crocus, who is now kind of terrified at the thought of uh, domesticated gnolls. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> The next up, we have our ghostly visage of uh, the ghost of capitalism pass, Cabal. <laughs> Hello, my name is Cabal. I am a voice actor, artist, uh, variety and horror streamer uh, here on Twitch.tv. Uh, you can find me at Twitch.tv slash Cabal, and I am playing Talim Shabura, your uh, spirit of capitalism given form. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have our resident little guy who played the two gnolls, Froggy Luck. Hello, I'm Froggy Luck. I, um, uh, um, I'm a variety streamer, a professional artist. I played Beetle, the investigator, and I, I played uh, Papa, God rest his soul, and I played Doge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed to play an NPC ever again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Every NPC played by Froggy from now on. <laughs> and of course, we have the the ever beautiful mountain Salty Jub. Yes, that is me. My name is Salty Jub. I'm an artist. I work with these boo like these goofers and uh, boobers. Boofers. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Oh no! I gotta oh, that up. Uh, but uh, yes, these boobers. I I I work I work with these weirdos, and uh, I um, you can find me on uh, Twitter and on Twitch at um, Salty Job on both of them. Yeah. 
Boofer is slang for large dog, so we're safe. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 okay. a boofer. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'll continue with my innocence because I am Zoran the Bear. I've been your host and game master this evening. <laughs> Hope everyone had a fantastic time. Remember, if you like the show and everything, uh, narrativedeclaration.com for our website, the final stuff we do, patreon.com. Uh, forward slash names of declaration. If you want all the uh, bunch of lore, PDFs, monsters, everything, we do a bunch of professional PDFs uh, that kind of look like this. Like, look at all this fantastic art and all this other stuff that we have. Like, we put a lot of work and effort into this stuff. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you come over and say hi to us over on show Patreon. Show them the beanstalk. Show them the beanstalk. Show them the of course, uh, people new here, you can head over to our Discord <laughs> where you can find all of our amazing. Uh, community members where you two can find a person to come play Pathfinder 2nd Edition with or other tabletop RPGs. Love you guys so very much. Thank you all so much for watching and uh, as I queue up the music here. Nice. Players Man, that was so really good. Good, everybody! That was a real killer of a deal I negotiated. <laughs> so long everyone. Please be safe. Please keep being healthy. We will see you guys uh, and in two weeks for Raccoons, but next week for Rock Grind, and on Tuesday, if things work out, we should have some other amazing characters playing through the beginner box. Love you guys very much. Attend the live streams. See everybody next time. And we love you all. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.